0: Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh Welcome back to the airwaves of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio With the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape if you have just joined us, yes, Alhamdulillah, we are joined in studio by Dr. Yusuf Lalkan, educational psychologist, and then as well as Yasir Adonis, who's an occupational therapist by profession. And this evening we are chatting autism. Uh, doctor indicated that the with regards to autism, there are th- uh, there are various key characteristics, and in essence, it is a disorder of the brain. It has there are three uh, of those characteristics, and all three must be met. One is it has language communication issue, uh, social interaction, and then a lack of, and I can't make out my handwriting, but I know it's something to do with behavior. But doctor will give us an uh, mm. indication more of what that is. Mm. Just a reminder to the listeners that yes, you can be sending us your questions, but we will not be dealing with them immediately. Doctor requested that we, de- that we deal with the whole discussion first, and then we will have some time for questions. But I acknowledge an SMS, which I received from nine zero two three. 3 I want to acknowledge that SMS from the uh, uh, um, question around your grandson, five years Autism but doctor will deal with this So doctor you can continue Well well just
1: to continue from where Yasira left off uh, The idea that there's no known causes Is very important I think a lot of parents take it very badly And assume that it's because of poor management Particularly Mm. on the part of the mom That in some way or another She's been doing something wrong That results in the child displaying the kind of behavior In terms of lack of communication And poor interaction and so on So it's important that parents understand It's not due to that So we don't know the cause. It is not a curable disorder, but it can be well managed and well treated. And therefore, we do have schools in the Western Cape, uh, namely Vera School out in Rondebosch East and Alpha School in um, uh, Woodstock Mm -hmm. that uh, are there particularly for learners like these. Um, So yes, it can be managed and these children can, in fact, have a fairly happy life, Mm. if not productive in the normal sense of the word. So... It is a condition that we have no cure for. It is a condition that we don't know the origin of. And it it presents itself in in a wide context. So there's no racial or socioeconomic uh, factors that impact on the presentation of autism. It cuts across the board. It is, in fact, estimated that one in 150 births. -hmm. The possibility of a child will present with some autistic features, which roughly translate to approximately 5,000 children per per year that could potentially present with <coughs> varying degrees of severity in terms of functioning in those areas that i've described the other thing that i think is important it's more prevalent in boys mm. um, and we're known to be oh. fairly quiet <laughs> we're known to be fairly quiet so mm. you know there's always this confusion some is he a quiet little boy, boy and his sister is very noisy mm. or is it more than that mm. so um it's, it's, It's more prevalent in boys Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other thing to keep in mind Is that um, In about approximately 60-70% to Of these cases, children In addition to all those behaviours I've described Will also present with some Kind of intellectual impairment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they can't function in your Mainstream schools, they do require A very, very specialised Environment, the one Specific presentation of autism Of learners who does in fact function fairly well academically would be the Asperger's, where they find difficulties in socializing and in interacting with other children. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, Shukran, Doc, and I I think if we're looking at your your classic kind of autistic child, we must remember, if we're looking at language and communication, the fact that there is a very poker face and stoic appearance, that there is a huge lack of both interpersonal skills as well as interpersonal skills. And the mistake we make as therapists or educators or parents is that we expect an expression or a response. So if you can't speak to me, I need a non-verbal response from you. But even that is impaired and compared to, you know, the normal child. What we do typically see is your flapping of the hands or, you know, the rocking back and forth. And these are stereotypy behavior. So we have different kinds of repetitive behavior that they go through. And this is your stereotypy behavior where they would, you know, roll or rock back and forth. Um, what I have picked up, Doc, working mm. in, in Peds ICU for a while was that we shouldn't confuse sensory integration and modulation problems, again, mm. with autism. So there's a very fine line Um mm. And I think the DSM Revised now is very specific Mm. in we need to see all these three classifications over a period of time, Mm. um, generally diagnosed before the age of three. Mm. And I think that's why they are referred to occupational therapists so that we can track development Mm. um, because onset is from an early age. It becomes compounded as they get older because now they need to interface with the world and social Mm. interactions. And so now it becomes a more problematic situation. Because before then, as Doc said, you are quite young At what point do you draw the line and say Okay, it's glad, is stilly It's us for kids
0: Okay, yeah. oh, so this is almost kind of the opposite to being ADHD just to, I don't know because uh, if we speak of ADHD then the child is more up and about and if, mm-hmm. if I almost understand what you're saying now it's, it's almost kind of the opposite Well in its presentation mm.
1: that would be the two ways the one would be up and about and, and, and overactive and the other one would be very placid and very mm-hmm. quiet mm. What I think it's important just uh, again to follow <coughs> up you know we're talking about two particular contexts one is in the family Um, Autism must be present Before the age of three Mm. However it's very seldom Identified and diagnosed Mm. At that point Because in a family environment Some of these behaviours Are accommodated They Mm. are almost expected And accepted And so families will generally say You know he's the quiet one And she's the loud one She talks all the time He prefers to play alone She's very sociable Mm. She's got lots of friends He has no friends But he's fine He sits with his toys And he plays Mm -hmm. So when you're in that context People will say, I can't see it I mm-hmm. can't see the autism It's when they enter school That yeah. those things become more and more Obvious for mm-hmm. others to see And for parents uh, to see as well So there's, this, there's the home environment And we only describe some of these behaviours I think a lot of parents will say That's my child, that's my child But keep in mind, we're not talking about Just one particular dimension of this We're talking about all of them mm-hmm. And of course, again I think the diagnosis Must be made by a multidisciplinary Team, okay. so it's the pediatrician Your first port of call, if you're Three years old, mm. will then refer you To a speech and language therapist, okay. will then Decide, well it's not a speech and language okay. Problem, and may then send it to An educational psychologist, or may say Well
0: there's also cognitive deficits, mm. will then Refer to a special school mm-hmm. if required Okay, I know Yashira wants to comment very Very quickly no, as though, but I before I do mm. that yes, Just to remind the listeners, that yes we, You are participating to the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. And as we said early on, we acknowledge the SMS, but we will we will allow Dr. Andy Asira to complete the almost kind of let's call it the presentation mm. and then we will deal with the questions. Uh, but I've acknowledged I'm going to acknowledge another one from 9023. Uh, about an, and then there's another one from 5043 as well with an increase and then another one from 1172 uh, a kid that's about 10 years old so doctors you asked quite a number of questions yeah Sarah
2: Shukran Ridwan I was just I had interaction with one parent and you know um, there was some confusion around is it just a developmental delay um, because a global developmental delay will present the same as autism not a developmental delay but a global delay developmental delay, huge difference and you know I, I was sitting and I was looking at you know what are the the identifying traits that you're looking at and and we had the child in a kind of a play therapy situation and all the toys were packed in a row mm. And then I started to realize the moment we have compulsive behavior, the moment we have stereotypy, the moment we have self-injury, the moment we have sameness or ritualistic behavior, those are key identifying factors that your child may be diagnosed with autism. The degree of autism would then be diagnosed by your educational psychologist and, and, and your pediatrician. Um, That will look into it further developmentally, the OT will say, look, if there's a developmental delay of, let's say, a year and three months, that is generally something we can work on very quickly and get the child, Marv, to to start to function within his norm and Marv, I'm just, his, his developmental norm agent stage, that is a functional kind of intervention and people mustn't get confused with a functional intervention and then being on par with my age cohort Mm. and functioning optimally for my age and stage. I think that we must make very clear because functional. Intervention and then intervention So that I can c- progress with my age Cohort is very very slim and Very mm. very mm. sparse eh hey, doc I don't yeah, think I've absolutely. seen many of that
0: yeah. Okay, I want to ask a question doctor very very quickly that came to my Mind uh, the issue around You indicated that it has to be diagnosed before The age of three for example Has to present itself, present. It has to present itself yeah. By the age of three the question is Let's say it's not and the child now Starts going to school and it's Then uh, you know identified that There's something wrong here can some Things still be done? I think that is the question That some parents might have Yeah,
1: um, Ridwan, I, yeah, the Important distinction obviously is between Presentation and diagnosis and when it's been Diagnosed, parents will often say I recognise all those behaviours Quite early on, so mm-hmm. that's the important Thing. You can't present with those Only after the age of three or when you Go to school, it, it has always, been, always there. been there It's always been there, okay, okay. But, but I think one important thing maybe for tonight's purpose Is just to describe some of these behaviours And then parents can then respond to us via SMS and say, well, I've seen some of it is is this an indicator of or is it something we can Mm. maybe put some in a different uh, category? category. Mm -hmm. For example, selective mutism. The child who refuses to talk. talk. To adults you What's know? so what it called, selective? Mutism Mutism, mutism So okay. that's just a selective uh, choice of who I want to communicate with But they do communicate Autism, there is an absence of communications There's a deviant communication There's an underdevelopment of communication So it's not selective in any mm-hmm. way So one of the, e- the, the first things probably that most parents will pick up on their children is They resist contact so yeah, most no parents no <laughs> so most parents would love to cuddle with their kids mm-hmm. And it's the most natural thing for a child to respond To a parent reaching out to that child And opening up their arms and embracing you as you embrace them The first thing you'll notice with children who present with autism Is they, they don't initiate contact They don't okay. come up to you And when you do go up to them They do not respond to you in an appropriate way So they will keep their hands to their side while you embrace them so there's a lack of contact, lack uh-huh. of communication in that way. If you speak to them, they will not listen. So again, you need to have a hearing test to see mm. whether it's not a loss of hearing or something more than that. So they don't initiate contact and they don't respond to contact. So there's this aloofness mm. that I think is very, very like apparent. <laughs> and pervasive. Very pervasive. Um, that I think if your child does present with that out of the ordinary, then it's something we need to be concerned about. They've got very little awareness of the... Feelings of other people So if you laugh and everybody else Laugh they may not Because they would not sense what it is that they should Be responding to Yeah, They
2: can't interpret and internalize And then you know I was saying Earlier about how my nerve cells And my and, you know, connecting my brain and obviously how they give you a response. There's a delay and lack This They can't interpret, formulate, and then give you a response. Mm. They will just stand there and be like, okay, so that's what you start doing. Yeah. Um. And that is the most prevalent kind of um factor that we can factor in when we're looking at a child's autism. There would yeah. be no response. It would be very stoic, yeah. very poker face. And... Don't expect a physical response either That's also not going to happen
0: Yeah. Okay, can I just uh, say to the doctor The SMS lines are actually going wire Because uh, But a very big shukran To our listeners for their participation Just a reminder As we do send your SMS's uh, We will be dealing uh, with your SMS's um, you know, After the presentation Doctor?
1: Yeah, I think what, what Yassira also referred to Is coming in on a theory of mind And mm. I think the notion that you Learn up to the age of four Most kids develop a clear sense oh, Of man. reading reading Mm Reading other people and and responding to people based on what they read.
2: Even babies.
1: Even babies. So they know, they react to what you do and what you say. So you pull a face and the child will laugh. Mm -hmm. Even though he doesn't have the notion of funny, he understands the cues that he's reading and he he sees his response evoke a response from From you. you. So there's an understanding. So that is basically what Yasira is saying in terms of the nerve cells connecting all along the way. And by the age of four, that is really well entrenched. Yeah. And kids understand that sometimes what they need, they will control in, in the interest of what is best for what we're busy with. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's, that's the understanding. Autistic children do not develop that. So they're very almost self-centered. Yes. That's the most common word Probably that parents use So it's that kind of behavior That I think is most obvious Lack of spontaneity So there's no Intuition yeah. Everybody laughs He doesn't mm-hmm. And the a contrast would be Nobody laughs And suddenly you find something yeah. Increasingly Abusing. funny And you don't know what it is But he senses something Very different to what you sense
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> okay Doctor <laughs> just I see doctor you fascinated, Yeah, no custom I am And I'm hoping that You know, that our listeners Is not somewhere at the mm. beach Or somewhere, you know, chilling We haven't even and gotten
2: to the fact This that is quite
0: an interesting discussion But I can say also That our SMS line have, I've, I'm going to acknowledge That there's an SMS from 5043 One SMS from 1172 In fact, there are three SMSs Then from 6461 as well And then another SMS now From 5115 As we said We are going to allow Doctor Andy yes, Asira just to complete the Almost kind of presentation And then we will be dealing with your SMS In terms of trying to get a response uh, from the doctor Uh, Let's come to another area Which is sort of common to households
1: And parents and school And that is play Mm. So you know children go through a pattern of play Where they first observe And then they play next to you And then they play with you Mm. That's sort of the normal flow of play interaction And it says something about the (coughs) Understanding of social interaction as well I check it out I, I imitate and then I participate we go. and I interact yeah. Autistic children do not know what that is mm. Absolutely not Mm-mm. So not only do they prefer to play alone But the nature of the play is unique and very different As here I mentioned the fact for example If you have an autistic child coming into your room And you have toys There would be a tendency for example For them to line them all up yeah. in a particular order Yes Or to stack them in a particular order Mm -hmm. Rather than to play with it In a kind of imaginative way So they won't take two Slightly different things and interact with the two So a man On top of a car or two cars Knocking against each other, or something <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah. They will prefer to present them in
0: a particularly stereotyped way, yes. which is oh, so that's why you're saying stereotyping. Yeah. So don't use the imagination. They no, want no, to no. no. It.
2: You, you see, it's, it's it's almost like a blank page, Edwane. And what goes onto that page is only what that child wants on that page. There is no. Um, I watched this movie. Let me bring it into play. And I drew this, and I'll do. It, and I had ice cream and all that. That is totally absent. You won't see that. And what I mean I have no I, I can't get to the movie's name But it was Great a, man. There we go There was the old one And the new one was Bruce Willis Where they were de- Deciphering mm. codes Right It's a splinter skill Oh my Okay friend. No shukran
0: for <laughs> that yes, I'm off to interrupt you We're going to have to go For a quick ad break And when we come back We'll continue Our discussion here On the programme called The Education in Daba Here on The Voice of the Cape
3: Live from Cape Town This is The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape the
0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM still I must remind the Asira that when the red light goes on, it means we're actually live on air. Very big shukran to our listeners for their participation. My, we are receiving your SMSs and I want to acknowledge them. I have gone through them very silently. I want to make an appeal to our listeners that when you do send the SMS try and actually try and type out the words properly. Uh, I unfortunately am not used to the shorthand uh, typing and it takes a bit of time for me to actually decipher them at some stage uh, but a very big shukran and we will be dealing, I want to give our commitment that we do have in studio with us Dr. Yusuf Lalkan and Yasira Adonis occupational therapist, Dr. Lalkan educational psychologist and we are acknowledging them there is one now from 5998 as well and uh, just to say uh, Yasira that comes from one of our uh, uh, avid listeners to uh, The Voice of the Cape uh, Education in Daba Doctor Okay So one, Just again I think what is important
1: tonight Is to to provide listeners With some descriptions of behavior Because we want them to Either recognize it and react to it or distinguish between what we're talking about and what they're observing at the moment. So if we come back to the kind of behavior that's more prevalent with with autistic children, it's exactly this repetitive mannerism, the flapping of the hands, the rocking in the chair, Mm -hmm. the shifting, the movement, the tapping of a pencil, the chewing of the gum, the shaking of the head, the twirling of the hair. It's very specific, and if the child continues on a regular and persistent basis to display those kind of behaviors, then the parent should be worried mm-hmm. that something is amiss. So that's, that's sort of one of the, the very sort of tangible ways in which one can sort of view uh, autism. The other one, of course, is preoccupation with certain objects, um, not in a way that is uh, functional. In fact, mm. it's a non-functional obsession. Mm. They will do something with no purpose to mm. it. And I'm just thinking, you know, for example, bottle tops, Mm -hmm. the opening and closing Closing of a bottle. Mm would fascinate one or two kids ex- obsessively mm-hmm. and they would sit the entire day with a bottle in their hand and they would open and close mm. and open and close. So that kind of behavior has no function at all but it gives them a sense of diminished anxiety Correct. which yes. is the one element <coughs> of autism. Okay. A lot of this behavior that they display is in fact really to reduce uh, a very anxious
2: state of mind. Yes. Um, one of the kids at my school collects empty packets of chips um, that they buy mm. um, and the moment you remove them from him he really goes for you it becomes an uncontrollable situation where you cannot calm him down and we must remember the ocd changes it does not remain the same this month i will do the bottle top thing next month i will collect empty chips packets the month after that it would be wash rags and i think we actually bought wash rags stock mm-hmm at school, so that the different textures, he was feeling it whole day, rubbing it, up until the fluffiness went away, and it was just the kind of cloth at the bottom Um, but these are OCD traits and this is what they need otherwise they disrupt the entire class so management of an ASD child is extremely extremely vital because if left unmanaged it will just be like somebody running around wildly doing non-functional activities for the entire day disrupting the entire school also they are very ritualistic do not change things the moment you change things you throw them off guard don't change furniture, don't change the TV program, don't change what they like to eat, don't change your routine at school. So that's why you will always have five ASD kids in a class mm. um, and no more than that mm. for that very purpose. Because once you change the routine, you throw the entire day off balance. And to get them back will take you more than an entire day. Mm. Okay, The
0: okay. uh, Doctor?
2: Right, so those are
1: the initial two, I think, the, the lack of uh, uh, you know, social communication and language and, of course, the behaviors that we've just described. And I'm sure when the listeners start sending in the SMSs, they will describe some of the behaviors Behaviors. of their own children and query whether that could be it. The other thing, of course, is the the issue about language. So with with autistic kids proper, there's either an absence of language, in other words, there's absolutely no communication. Mm -hmm. Or there is, when I say no communication, I'm saying that they don't only not talk. But they don't gesture either So unlike maybe the selective mute Who would then show another child And whisper in his ear and say Ask the teacher if I can leave the classroom Mm -hmm. This child doesn't communicate in any way So there is no attempt to express themselves The other one is this whole notion of echolalia Mm, Where they just mimic sounds Mm, all all the time So you say something to them and they say the same thing to you. Mm -hmm. So they almost repeat what they hear without any understanding of what it means. Yeah. Um, They indulge sometimes in self-talk. So you'll find a child sitting on his own having a conversation about not a topic, because you can't really say it's a topic. It's Mm -hmm. about an issue that preoccupies him. Mm -hmm. And so he will continuously just repeat the same story over Over and and over over to himself. I was going to say now to himself. To To himself. himself. So it's not an attempt to communicate. Even if you ask... To him mm. So if you engage him About mm. what he's talking about He won't respond to you As, Because he, the intention of his communication Is not to engage It's just to repeat it over and like over again yourself. So there's an endless repetition Of certain words Certain expressions Certain phrases And another phenomenon I think that's quite common Is when these children adopt TV talk And, and I've had I've had a number of parents over the years who have indicated to me that children would speak with an American accent. Okay, so that's what and you mean by TV talk. TV yeah. talk. So there is this very, very uh, almost authentic-sounding American accent which they, they, they reproduce without any effort. Mm. Now, you and I, if I have to produce an accent, I really have to think how I'm going to phrase mm-hmm. it. With these kids, it's a complete... Natural way of almost Reinterpreting or rephrasing what they've heard mm. So the communication Is distorted if it is there But in most cases I think is generally speaking it's absent, it's absent. Okay, and So there's no facial expression, there's no gestures And there's no words
0: Okay, For Doctor, just to, re- uh, to ag- uh, remind our listeners That I am going to acknowledge your SMSs Again, there's one from 5998 There's one from 2934 Those are the last digits And another one um uh, on, that, on that note, let's go for a quick ad break And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Dava Here on The Voice of the Cape
3: Live from Cape Town, this is The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape The Voice of the Cape the
0: Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba Here on The the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo And I see Yasira, you know, to find that with Dr. Lalkan As almost with Sheikh Shaheed, that time really, really flies Again, a very big shukran to our listeners for their participation Uh, I'm going to do one SMS here from 2934 And it says, Salamu Alaikum Um, No, it's from 5998 My heart goes out to parents who have a child with autism May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always protect these children and mm. all children, inshallah, I Amin, mean, and that comes from Rushana Fisher uh, at Silverstream Primary School. Then there's one from Summit Primary as well, which I'm going to ask, Doctor, is it possible that we deal with some of these Absolutely. very, very quickly, yeah, Doctor? Yeah. Uh, the one says, um, "Salam," I have an autistic learner in my class in Grade One. He cannot verbalize himself at all. He shouts out "Ha Nu." No, I'm, I'm just reading it as it is. Whenever he is upset or I no. Uh, He can follow simple instructions, very sensitive to touch, very disruptive in class, throws crayons around and scribbles in the books of other learners, although lately he started to draw a shape. Uh, in the form of a circle, any advising that comes from uh, Summit Primary? Yeah.
1: You, you know, one. I think we would like to develop an education system that is very inclusive. Mm-hmm. In other words, we'd like to accommodate diverse needs within our classrooms and within our schools. And very often it can happen and sometimes I think it's just impossible to expect a mainstream teacher to be dealing uh, appropriately with, with an autistic learner in the class. Mm-hmm. Now, just based on that description of of the uh, teacher from Summit Primary, I think yeah, yeah, you know, there's both the language difficulties are there, the social, uh, the language and communication, the social behaviour, and the kind of repetitive move uh, behaviours in terms of what he does and how he expresses himself. So. I, mean, I would suggest that the, the teacher contacts the district office And asks for somebody to come in and, and have an evaluation done on that learner There are schools available And, and I know it's sometimes difficult to get these learners into oh, one of these special say, schools uh, I But I think if not getting admission to the school At least they would be in touch with a support service that is available mm. To both the school and the parent mm-hmm. um, Just referring to your earlier comment about you know the needs of parents Parents as well. So we have to be mindful parents need support to manage children at home with ASD and teachers need support to manage these children in the class and that support is available but only if you make the necessary effort to contact the resources that are out there Now hopefully at the end of the program maybe I can do it now give a list of uh, contact details for teachers and for parents to to get hold of um, because I think it's a long It's a long-term process of managing these children. I think the one is Autism South Africa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the the advocacy group. That's the group outside the NGO that is available to parents 24-7. And they will then guide them both in terms of accessing health services and social services. But that sometimes is very difficult I mean, for parents yeah. to do. So, Autism South Africa is based in Mowbray, and they can be contacted at the following number 021 685 9581. Now, the two schools, Alpha and Vera, prefer to be contacted via the referral process. Mm-hmm. So they don't encourage parents to contact the school directly. directly. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest then that parents, if they are concerned, either goes via the education department or via the local pediatrician or therapist or psychologist.
0: Okay, Doctor. Now, there's quite a number of questions and we're going to try and get uh, to keep Doctor here after the Waktavishah, inshallah. But we are going very quickly towards uh, breaking for the Waktavishah and we're going to try and get Doctor here to answer some of those questions. One very Quick question, Dr. A minute or two. Is there a special diet requirement for an autistic child of four years old? Um, Ridawan, you know, I think with every sort
1: of disorder, there's always attempts to look at new and innovative ways of managing it, of improving it, and certainly diet seems to be one of those things. I'm personally not familiar with any specific dietary interventions that would be specific to autism.
2: Me no, either Doc. And I think it's just with them you need to follow a very healthy diet. Um, you wouldn't want to um, provide any kind of foods that would make them hyperactive with so sugary sweets and cool drinks and so on. Also they tend to be quite sensitive and and the sensory... Um, overlay would would not be good for children who have autism Um, Neither would you want to um, Give them things like tartrazine and and those kinds of things which is not good for little ones.
0: Okay, a quick question Uh, Doctor is ADHD and this comes from four six four six one is ADHD a disability? Well it depends on how you
1: define disability sort of in a medical sense or in a legal sense But clearly ADHD can be an impairment, impairment to effective functioning You know both in children and for that matter in adults as well So not a disability in the legal sense of the word But certainly an impairment that requires some kind of support Whether you're
0: a child or an adult Okay, shukran for that, Doctor. I'm just checking with uh, Yes, okay. No, we still we can still continue. Then there's another SMS, uh, Doctor, but I think this one is just really a comment uh, from 599. It says, Not all, salamu alaikum, not all teachers are skilled uh, to deal with these kids. Uh, these being, you know, the uh, children with autism Just worried that the teacher and the child could be uh, negatively affected I think that is also possibly a concern that uh, could come up with this But again, to all our listeners, I want to acknowledge that we have received your SMSs uh, We've allowed Dr. and Asira just to conclude uh, their presentation I know it has been, Asira, we've got half a minute
2: Half a minute um, must, One must also be mindful that we have a provincial ASD team to assist educators at all schools in, within um, the Western Cape, especially if we have an on-rise of autistic children being placed at the school or if they have not been diagnosed with autism but present with the classical features uh, with, on the autistic spectrum.
0: Okay, shukran for that. Mm. Yes, sir. On that note, we mm. break for the Wakta Visha, inshallah, and when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with the Education in Daba program with your host Ridwan Ahmed and Yasir Adonis. And just a reminder, we still have in studio with us Dr. Yusuf Lalkan, educational psychologist. If you would like to make contact with Dr. Lalkin, you can contact him during office hours on the number 021-637-6831. The number again, 21 021- Six three seven six eight. Three, one. Now, we have a few minutes left before Sheikh Shaheed comes into the studio for that segment on uh, Islamic education. Uh, but for now, we still have Doctor in studio and we're going to try and get Doctor to assist with some of the questions. What we have done to the listeners is we've just narrowed down uh, and identified certain aspects of it and then asked Doctor to respond uh, in that manner. I want to acknowledge 5-1-1-5 uh, Salam. SMS from um, 9023. Last digit again. And then 5-1-1-5 must still be answered Shukran that comes from The granny A very shukran to the granny For that particular Reminder Doctor can we start With our issue Around tantrums For example
1: mm-hmm. Well let me just say With regard to The uh Listeners, uh, uh, information provided it seems like there's quite a lot of support already, it has been identified, has been diagnosed, some support from Red Cross, the child is on a waiting list for Vera I think there are two, one major requirement for Vera that maybe the r- granny referred to and that is that learners must be potty trained when they get to the school, so okay. maybe that's one exercise that the family can start focusing on mm-hmm. with this particular learner because if he is on the waiting list, then that may be one of the impediments for admission. So just to look at that. As far as tantrums are concerned, it is not tantrums in the real sense of the word, as we would understand a normal kid throwing a tantrum. Because throwing a tantrum as an intention of getting your attention mm-hmm. and getting something to satisfy a need. With autistic children, it is something of a slightly different nature. It's their reaction to a disturbance in their environment, however they perceive that environment. So I think it's so important that parents have certain strategies and they must be taught these strategies to deal with these tantrums because Mm -hmm. it can be quite uh, unsettling um, to a parent when a child begins that tantrum. So I think in terms of how you engage with learners is so important, and there are certain basic guidelines. In terms of the language side, which is where they find the greatest difficulty in understanding, be clear, be brief, and be concise in your communication. Mm-hmm. And it's always a good thing to use the child's name in addressing him. Okay. So we say, Ridwan, I'm talking, so that you have the child's attention because he knows you're talking to, to him, him, and it's just not communication that's going over his head. So be clear, be concise, One instruction at a time Don't say more than what is required As you would for another child Mm -hmm. Um, So restrict your communication To something that's very specific Try to establish eye contact With the child when you talk to him So that you can give him an instruction Be patient Praise him, reinforce the behavior So there are certain techniques That can be utilized in terms of how you engage With him, I think in terms of language
2: Yes, Doc, and I think we must um also be very clear that.
0: Okay, yes, sir. I'm absolutely. Clear. I'm, um, be, I'm so absolutely We do have uh, Faseeh on the line. Faseeh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum,
4: everyone. Wa alaikum, assalamu Yes, indeed. Coming to you live and direct from the Azamia Najib, the corner of first and in Chester, in a warm state that's for the additional sighting of the moon, the announcement thereof, whether or not the moon has been sighted we'll be experiencing another day of the current month or a uh, new uh, month in the Islamic year and islamic calendar in shamba but uh, without further ado we hand over to the Peace Observer Society, uh, of course to the Hakim of the Kingston Observer Society, the Index, uh, who is in attendance here with some of the senior members of the Kisman Observer Society. Uh, and that of course was the announcement. I hand over now to Sheikh Shirajah and I saddamu are they called one of to
3: I'll be You know, ونبينا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم آله وصحبه أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله السلام عليكم uh we have the the news tonight, uh the circumstances um, throughout uh South Africa um and particularly in the where uh, we are in the Cape, that um the has the moon has not been sighted. That is throughout South Africa and even beyond the borders in such as Malawi and the Zimbabwean and uh, the, the moon has not been sighted this part of Africa, okay? And so South Africa. Um particularly we are not um, we haven't sighted the moon, which uh declares the first of rajat on the 21st of april the tuesday the 21st of april that will be rajat the first and Mm -hmm. mi'raj will coincide with the 16th of may on a saturday night the sixteenth of May on a Saturday night. And so that the uh the the, the night proceeds will be uh, in the lunar calendar, So it'll be Saturday night will be the, uh it will be the Mi'raj, inshaAllah And that's of course uh, for the twenty seventh of the month. Um uh without much ado i shall um hand you over to our beloved uh, president here uh, um, and also um, on behalf uh, of our president uh one Hendrix um, of the uh, at, at the muslim judicial council um, and, uh, just to repeat that that no moon has been sighted. so the first is on tuesday 21st of april and mirage will be on the 16th of May, Saturday night. Mm Insha'Allah. With that, I pass you and then over to um, our beloved uh, President, Al-Jama Khadir, for the dua. Um, Insha'Allah. (laughs) Insha'Allah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد
5: لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرة الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم انه الله علينا بالمن والايمان والسلامة والاسلام ربي وربك الله ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الآخرة حَسَنَةً وَكِنَا ذَابَ النَّارِ وَدَخِلْنَا جَنَّةً مَا يَا عزيز يَا غفار يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللهم وانزل رحمة على أهل القبور من المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات إرفع لهم درجات وكثر المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين يا ايها الناس المتأملين ارجع إلى ربي خرادية مرضية فدخولتي بادي ودخولي جنتي وسلام على المرسلين والحل لله رب العالمين الفاتحة بسم الله rahman ar-Rahim, Muhammad ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Maliqiyahu middi, Ayatan ar-Rahman ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Maliqiyahu middi, Ayatan ar-Rahman وسلمه تسليما ولو سالت سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد يوال سيدنا سيدنا محمد يوال سيدنا محمد يوال سيدنا بِالْخَيْرِ يوال الْخَيْرِ محمد إِنَّكَ سيدنا كُلِّ شَيْءٍ سيدنا هم يخزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يدعو فيها سبحانك الله هم وتحييتهم فيها سلام وآخر دعوة هم الحمد لله رب العالمين <تصفيق> سلام <تصفيق> عليكم ورحمة الله
4: that's the voice of uh, the uh, prison of the Kisan Observer Society, Khadir. And uh, before that, you heard from the Hakim of the Kisan Observer Society uh, making a, the announcement that the moon has not been sighted. I repeat, the moon has not been sighted. So tomorrow will be the from now on, after Mughrib, right through like to obviously obviously, tomorrow night, after Mughrib, which, of course, uh, tonight is the 30th day, or 30th night, of uh, Jemaah al-Akhir 1436. And therefore, the first will be on Tuesday. The first of Rajab will be on Tuesday, and the 16th of May sees the... Uh, Night of uh, Layatul Mi'araj, inshallah. I mean,
5: from the Mohammed, speak pretty as well as
0: everyone out here. And we pray your salamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we're back in the studio to everyone out here. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi Very big shukran day to Fasih uh, out at the Zavia. Uh, just to confirm that the moon has not been sighted and therefore the first of Rajab will be on Tuesday coinciding with the 21st of April 2015, inshallah. And that the 16th of May, that will be Saturday, uh, that will be the night of Me'araj. Now to continue with the education number program, just a reminder that we have received your SMSs and a reminder to our listeners that you can still participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. Now just my attention back to to Doctor very quickly. Uh, Doctor, there was also something around sports and activities you know, for students uh, or for learners with autism. But I think, Yasira, you uh, I interrupted you because we had to take the, the cross over to, to the Zavia.
2: Yes, shukran, Ridwan. No, I just want to concur with what um, Doc was saying al- around the language and just you know we need to highlight the fact that um, if it's not very directed and the child is not understanding that the instruction or the verbal cue is toward them which takes a long time for them you will be talking and talking and talking and nothing will take place so identifi- identification is key because you will see the same response from them if they need to identify with you. It would be very explicit in that sense because they are unable to generalize.
0: Mm -hmm. Shukran for that. And that's almost uh, in line with one of the SMSs which we received where it says that the child is able to follow simple instructions. So Mm. I think, you know, the idea is then to keep the instruction to the child, uh, you know, as simple as possible. Doctor?
1: Yeah. And in addition to that, you know, I mean, I I think the issue about these tantrums is so important because we're talking about behavior management. Mm. So... One of the things we need to understand is, as parents and as teachers, is to understand what triggers that behavior. Mm-hmm. What is the anxiety-provoking stimuli at that particular point? And then to always then reduce that. So if you're aware that particular Tantrums take place under con- certain Conditions, mm-hmm. you can then control Those conditions and minimize the Behavior that you find unacceptable The other thing to keep in mind Is to not engage in the battle Of the wits, because <laughs> it's something that you're Not going to win, mm-hmm. makes you Extremely frustrated and it just aggravates The behavior on the part of the child Okay. So don't try to, to Change it, those compulsive Behaviors cannot be changed, mm-hmm. it can just Be managed, and you Need to learn how to manage that behavior Because a lot of the things that they present Can in fact be managed If you don't engage them and try to change It uh, for them So be mindful of what provokes it Manage that, uh, the, 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 the triggers as best as you can and do not engage in any battle of the wits, like I said, with the child.
0: Mm-hmm. Shukran for that, Doctor. Now, Doctor, I'm not sure if there's, any, uh, if there's a, a question in here or maybe it's just a comment, but maybe Doctor can assist. Uh, the SMS from uh, 5115. It says, Salam, uh, you know, I can't, it's, it's um, Salam, ST, then FR, probably from Granny. Pick it up just when he was two years old. Very clever in certain ways. Uh, There's probably no shop names Probably when granny taught And he no cause He five years Uh, I don't know if there's a, a question or a comment in there doctor
1: it sounds to me more of a comment than a question, but it just reinforces what we've been saying uh, all the time. And Yasira I referred earlier to splinter skills and so one Shouldn't allow or shouldn't expect that just because they know the names of shops, mm. that that is an indication of a language development. It's simply a recognition of a visual cue mm. uh, because one of the things about children who are artistic, they may be. Poor in verbalization But they're very sharp in visual cues So they pick up certain things And they respond to that visually Rather than of course talking about it
0: Okay, shukran for that Then there's another SMS from 1769 It says, assalamu alaikum What happens to these kids After they finish their schooling can they lead normal lives? And that comes from a granny. Yeah.
1: Again, you know, that's one of the big challenges, I think, for schools because the the learners are admitted at a very young age, some of them as the young as three or four, if there's a preschool attached to the school, and they can stay at that school until the age of 18. So in a sense, you have approximately 15 years in which to develop certain socially acceptable skills. Again, you're not curing the autism, you're not changing anything fundamentally, but you're really teaching the the child, or more than the child, you're teaching the people around the child to manage mm. that behavior more effectively. So at the end of the stay at school, I am not aware of too many of them entering the work of World of work So not even um, Protective workshops mm. um, Can accommodate um, Children with severe autism mm-hmm. um, So most
0: of them go back Into the care of the family Unfortunately Dr. Mentioned this whole thing Around splinter skills Can you maybe just give us An indication of of what That is all about do
2: You know it's a very Extraordinary skill Read one that they exhibit And sometimes you think To your mind How on earth does this child Know how to do this Do you know we have Those crossword puzzles Where you need to decode um, you know, a coding system to 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 break it at the end of the day I feel splintering was that when
0: you break your arm and you put a no, thing on it No, that's I do,
2: Aridwan, I, I splinter so That's a different splinter It's a splinter skill It's a very extraordinary skill and something that that wasn't taught to them mm. Example, playing the piano They will just sit by the piano and start playing it And I mean on cue, I mean not missing a key And nobody has taught it to them So it's a very unique kind of skill Not all autistic children have it But you will see that some of them exhibit a very rare and very particular skill in a certain area. Mathematics seems to be the most common one. And if you watch the Rain Man, you could see how he could work out numbers, how the cards were played. So basically, um, you're Albert Einstein in your kind of mathematics or theory of physics, etc. Those kinds of Fundamental principles And makes the world work That is what they get And understand Without it being taught to them Mm. Uh,
1: Doctor? Yeah, I mean The most common one I think nowadays uh, With many kids Their fascination with numbers Mm. So they can divide Very quickly And you think How did they do that? Where did (laughs) it come from? So it's like An exceptional uh, savant is what they call, call it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whether it's music, whether it's art, you know, they look at a, at, at an image and, and within a second they can reproduce that image to the T. Um, but the one that I think is very common is the fascination with birth dates. So, uh, uh, many of these kids would go around collecting the birth dates of individuals that they know mm-hmm. and they remember them. Okay, and so you could they'll come to you, read one, and they will tell you your date of birth. You know, this whatever it is, Mm. the day, the month, and the year. So they tend to be obsessed with certain things, Um, and very often these kids. I mean, I was thinking a lot of these people involved in computer technology are very quiet, very introverted, very upset, They decrypt, they understand. So that's an element of that. So it's not exactly. uh, a condition that will make you Completely incapacitated mm-hmm. You know And I'm thinking particularly Of the one con- uh, Aspect of autism We didn't talk about And that is Asperger's
2: Asperger's, yeah
1: Yeah Okay,
0: doctor So, I mean We've uh, just spoken to Sheikh Shahid And we, we have a few minutes I think about seven minutes or so left uh, So maybe we can Maybe just have a quick look uh, At uh, At uh, the, the whole issue of Asperger's And then oh. we will uh, Get Sheikh Shahid into studio What I said about ten past eight Just to remind listeners that if you would like to make contact with Dr Yusuf Lalkin uh, you can contact doctor during office hours on the number zero two one six three seven six eight. Three one now. There's another SMS uh, from five zero four three. This is um, take. You will have another program. Probably think you will have another program next week. Okay, I'm not too sure. But it's take you will have another program next week. Uh, probably a request for a follow, undoc- uh, follow up on this particular uh, topic, doctor. Let's deal with Asperger's weekly, doctor.
1: Well, Asperger's is quite an interesting phenomena because it's not. Picked up very easily mm. Because these children Are in fact quite verbal mm. Okay. Functional. In fact they've got a very good command Of language, they love the sound of words They've got a very good vocabulary They don't always use it In a very expressive way And in a way that invites comment So they'll okay. talk uh-huh. And they'll talk about the subject in extreme detail And even when you Interrupt them, it doesn't make any difference To the flow of communication But it's just them speaking mm-hmm. so these kids often enter school and do extremely well academically Okay, um, it is only when they reach their teens that parents begin to observe a lack of interest in social communication mm-hmm. there's an absence of friends and they will always say to me you know he tries so hard because it's obviously more prevalent with boys than with girls mm-hmm. he tries so hard to make friends and yet somehow or another he doesn't understand the, 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 the framework of communication of teenagers. So in the middle of a conversation about something that fascinates teenagers, he will talk about nuclear physics. Or he will talk about something that's intensely interesting to him, but unrelated to the, the conversation around mm-hmm. him. So they find themselves very isolated particular at high school. And I think it's often at that stage that parents become very concerned <coughs> and they refer, you know, obviously to a psychologist. And one of the things, obviously, about these children is their lack of empathy with the people that they talk to. Mm. So it's very mechanical conversation, very stereotypical. And I remember a young man who came to my office and he had no qualms about commenting about my clothing, mm. about the offers, mm. what he'd liked and what he didn't like. Um, so there's no... He doesn't see... The expression on my face mm-hmm. says to him, possibly, that's not the right thing to, to say. say. Mm-hmm. With well, that, you know, it's unacceptable. He will just continue with his conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's a very unique and very distinctive if, condition If I
2: can maybe um, just make a, a similarity, um, you know, Ridwan likes the Big Bang Theory, so Sheldon. In the Big Bang Theory is a typical example of an adult with Asperger's Or a teenager with Asperger's So uh-huh. he doesn't get the comedy, the song, and he's intelligent uh-huh. But once he set his mind on something, he goes for it I don't care how it affects you So I will prove my point This is what I'm talking about And this is the way forward So when you are sarcastic, they stand and Okay, but I was telling you they don't get that they can't internalize, Uh. interpret, so they show no empathy. Um, And what if whatever's out of place, they will make it known to you because it would bother them extremely. To a sense where they would not become functional until that is, you know, off their chest. And so now they will start to engage with you. But also to a certain extent, uh, well, to the extent that they think, um, you know, this conversation goes. And once that has dried up, then you will have to re-engage them on a different level.
0: Okay, hey, Doctor?
1: Well, I think that example, uh, which <laughs> I see that expression in your face, little one, you you now get it. Yeah, I get it, yeah. That is such a typical example <laughs> of an Asperger's young man. And you'll notice that in the program when somebody talks to you, he you wants you, you, want you to break it down. To understandable portions Mechanical So emotions doesn't make sense to, to him he, uh-uh. You know he wants to break down What you've said Into something that he can Almost in a clinical Mechanical cool Scientific way, way Understand mm-hmm. And so that makes it very difficult For him to have normal conversations As you can imagine
0: mm-hmm. Okay Shukran for that doctor uh, Just so Just in wrapping up We've got about two minutes left I'm going to give the, the last words, To Dr. Yasirai That's okay yes. You know we've discussed autism We've looked at the key characteristics We've looked at these certain classifications uh, a uh, concern for me is that it's prevalent in boys um, And it needs to be uh, You know, not uh, diagnosed But uh, I can't find the word But be, by, by three years old, for example uh, Anything just in conclusion, in wrapping up, doctor, That you would like to share with the listeners?
1: Well, you know, I think the comment by one of the listeners That this is quite a complex uh, condition, and it makes huge demands on both parents and schools who are dealing with these, mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with children with these conditions. And I think it's so important that they understand that there is help available. I mean, that's the most important thing I think a, uh, you know, a radio station can send out a message to parents. There is help available. So if your child is under the age of five or six and not yet at school, and you recognize some of this behavior, you should contact your GP. You can refer you to Red Cross and there's a whole lot of services available that can assist you. But like I said earlier, very often you don't see the, the strangeness until the child enters school, school. Mm-hmm. and peop- the teacher starts talking to you about his lack of participation in group work, in sporting activities, his inability to, to learn what they're teaching him mm-hmm. and his insistence mm-hmm. to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, There again, you know, the Department of Education does have a specialized learning education support service, so you can insist, you can insist and you should insist that the school... Uh, mm-hmm. Response to your need and contacts the department, and somebody must come out and do a proper
0: diagnosis, and if necessary, make a referral if that is required. Okay, shukran for that, doctor. And just a reminder, listeners, that doctor gave the contact details for Autism South Africa, and that is zero two one six eight five nine five eight one. The number again zero two one six eight five nine five eight one. Doctor Azul It certainly has been a pleasure having you, doctor, back in studio. Alhamdulillah. Uh, uh, and always sharing, you know, the valuable information, you know, with our listeners. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, um, a lot of us have actually benefited from this particular discussion. So I don't know, uh, Yasser, any last quick comment from your side?
2: No, I I just want to, you know, it, it's very difficult at at school level. Um, and the listeners must know that we are here to support them. Whatever other research we can do, um, in light of what we've spoken about tonight, you know, they must just highlight it to us, and we'll give them some practical examples over the eight quite difficult so if there's an email address or a telephone number we will definitely make contact with those listeners who need that advice but on air, it's a bit difficult the time does not allow for us to go into clinical debate around the five wh's of, of autism
0: okay <laughs> shukran for that uh, doctor once again a very big shukran to you and we'll assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi rahmatullahi wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi